0: God, let these words be more than words. Give us the spirit of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You be seated. In times like these, I found myself reading, writing and preaching that phrase a great deal over the past year. in times like these. Since the election of last November, Many have used these words. We've used them to name without naming the sorrow, the hurt, the fear. We feel at our social and political reality. The world can feel unsteady and unsafe. In times like these, how do we practice hope? What does it mean to hope? The Sunday after the election last year, I offered the congregation a poem. The writer Naira Wahid is a young black queer woman of Muslim heritage. It's a very short, a very short poem from her collection *Salt*. I don't pay attention to the world ending. It has ended for me many times, and began again in the morning. It has ended for me many times and began again in the morning. I thought of this poem and this past year as I read Jesus' words from the gospel this week. Jesus' words about the end time seem fitting. Wherever you are on the political spectrum, I suspect this year has been difficult. Friends from both political parties are doubtful about leadership. Our world seems more divided, more hateful, and closer to nuclear war than it has been in a generation. My friends who are therapists and social workers, everyone I know in the mental health field is barely keeping up with the needs of their clients. In times like these, what does it mean to hope? How do we practice hope? This passage is known as Mark's Little Apocalypse. Jesus describes the end of the world. Lo, he comes with clouds descending, as we'll sing at the end of our service. This passage is set in a wider warning for Jesus' disciples. Beware. They will hand you over to councils. You will be beaten. Jesus warns of suffering. Then he does something fascinating. Jesus quotes Isaiah. In those days, after that suffering, the sun will be darkened. Jesus does not invent his own signs. He reaches back into his haftarah, back into the prophets. His people have been through this kind of suffering, this kind of dread before. Jerusalem has fallen before. For us, the world has ended many times. Jesus looks to his spiritual ancestors, and he finds a way to hope. So he says to his disciples, keep awake. As I said to you a few weeks ago when we read Jesus' story about the bridesmaids and their lanterns, when he says, keep awake, I don't think Jesus is talking about sleeplessness. We know enough about that kind of anxious wakefulness Jesus isn't telling his disciples not to rest. This isn't a literal awake, but a way of speaking about hope and awareness. In the week following last year's election, the New Yorker published a series of responses by famous writers. Juno Diaz, a black Dominican Pulitzer Prize winner, he wrote a letter to his goddaughter in the magazine. It was titled, Under President Trump... Radical hope is our best weapon. I want to read just a few of his words. Colonial power, patriarchal power, capitalist power must always and everywhere be battled because they never, ever quit. We have to keep fighting because otherwise there will be no future. All will be consumed. Those of us whose ancestors were owned, and bred like animals, know that future all too well because it is in part our past. And we know that by fighting against all odds, we who had nothing, not even our real names, transformed the universe. Our ancestors did this with very little, and we who have more must do the same. This is the joyous destiny of our people, to bury the arc of the moral universe so deep in justice that it will never be undone. Stay awake, Diaz says. These powers must always be battled, because they never quit. Stay awake. Keep fighting. Our people have been here before. We find ourselves again today in Advent, Advent is a season to practice hope. Hope needs practice, especially if that hope is going to become radical. Today, most of us experience Advent as a busy season. We rush around getting ready for Christmas. Most people, when they think of the word Advent, immediately think then of the word calendar. We experience Advent like a ticking countdown. But in the earlier church... Advent was planned as a time for slowing down. We didn't rush to Christmas. We sat in these stories. This year, could Advent be one of prayer, breathing, and slowing down? I would argue that this year, more than most, we could use a good Advent. In the calendar of Bible readings, we encounter stories and poems from people like Isaiah in exile. We remember the angst, the frustration, and the longing of God's people across time. The season helps us to hope. Like Jesus, we also read from the prophet this morning. Isaiah writes from exile in Babylon. God's people have been torn from the promised land. They are enslaved, alienated, far from home. They've left behind the world they've known. In that strange land, Isaiah laments that his people fade like a leaf. And the prophet cries to God, Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down. What an image. Isaiah's hope is not pretty. It's not got a bow on it. But Isaiah's hope is big. The prophet names a holy longing. Isaiah transforms his suffering into a longing for God, for God's justice, for God's city. Isaiah wants to see the powerful overthrown, the people set free. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down. Isaiah pours his anger into desire. Isaiah longs for God. Longing can be holy. Longing reminds us from where we come. Longing reminds us that we are not at home. Longing is an important form of hope. The community organizer Ed Chambers says that the work of justice lies in a single recognition. That recognition is simply knowing that the world as it is, is not the world as it should be. The work of the organizer is to help people to hear and feel and work in the tension between the world as it is and the world as it should be. Staying awake, hoping, means recognizing, knowing where we are, naming injustice. And hope means orienting ourselves toward the world as it should be. Advent bids us forward, ever forward, Advent is a teacher. There's a reason the Advent season is longer than the Christmas season. We look forward to Christmas, but Christmas is just 12 short days. Advent reminds us that in this world, Christians are a people of hope. We aren't yet satisfied. We have not reached our destination, not fully. Christians are a people with a direction. Advent is not simply a countdown to Christmas. The stories we read are not just about waiting to remember a cute babe in a manger. Advent is not just about recalling the past. The prophets and the stories also point us toward the second coming of Christ. Advent points us toward that little apocalypse, that vision. We will go through the world ending again and again. For Christians, these dreadful signs are inevitable they are also signs of hope. This season reminds us that we live in hope of God's world, God's kingdom, God's reign on earth. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. God will tear open the heavens and come down. Every time we gather here in the church, no matter the season, we celebrate a little advent. Christians are always a people of hope. We come to this table not just to celebrate the past, but to mine our sacred history, for the courage to move into our future. In one of our Eucharistic prayers in the Book of Common Prayer, the people ask God to deliver us from the presumption of coming to this table for solace only and not for strength for pardon only and not for renewal. We gather around this table because here Christ offers food for the journey. Here we find strength to live into our joyous destiny. From this table we walk ever forward. In times like these, maybe shorthand for the frustration and disappointment we're feeling collectively, But the good news is that we do not have to stay in that disappointment. We do not have to inhabit our dread and fear. Our ancestors had been here before, and they brought us this far by faith. Even in the dark, a candle burns. We can keep on fighting. We will keep on going until the heavens are torn open and God's reign has come. In times like these, I invite you to observe this season of Advent. If this year, if recent days have been difficult, take up Advent's practice of hope. Take a breath. Read some prophetic words written in exile. Join us here for prayer. Join us in song. Join us in hope. Christ is coming. As Arundhati Roy put it, The world as it is won't last much longer. Another world is not only possible, she is on her way. Keep awake. Keep the faith. Keep hoping. She is coming. Amen.